Thank you. This is episode four, and Chris is having to get himself comfy. We've had to get him a pillow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. What am I going to call this one? The derailment, I think. The last one was the... Oh, here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> I think so. The last one was the plan. So I went over the plan, which was six weeks of daily radiation and chemo pills, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then I went 15 days. So then the last memory I have is being in the hospital bathroom. But Chris was just telling me as we were preparing to talk that we I had thrown him a surprise birthday party <laughs> the day before that. So yeah. what was the deal? Well, I mean, she put together this amazing thing. I mean, it was, you know, during the, you know, pandemic and right at the yeah. height of it. And uh, it was, I do now remember getting a cheese board. Yeah, it was my 40th birthday. So, I mean, for that's whatever right. that's worth. <laughs> um but I mean, I, I came home from work, and I mean, you know, there my mom and dad were, and uh, yeah, that's you know, right. Lindy's mom and John, my Rob brother John and, was here. I feel like was he? No, was no, John here? John he was here Gemma? just before that. Oh, okay. I thought, but um, well, look it, at me go. <laughs> and I, I was just, you know, amazed and speechless by it. It was the last thing I expected. Yeah. And, so uh, was it the next day I got sick or what? It, it was the next day it all kind of hit the fan. Uh-huh. So, so what happened? I wasn't feeling good. And I, we went. So Dr. Beerhara is my chemo oncologist. So we had gone to see him, right? Yeah, we went to see him. And uh, oh, what day was it? Because I wasn't feeling good or was it a regular appointment? No, I, I feel like it was. that was a separate issue. Oh, okay. So I just happened to be there but yeah. wasn't feeling good. And we weren't sure if I should go to the hospital yet, but I feel like the next day it became clear we should, right? Yeah, it was. You kind of went downhill because I was having terrible stomach pains. Terrible stomach pains. I mean, just out of character. I mean, just you know. Mm -hmm. um, and we ended up uh, taking you in. So you took me to St. Vincent, or what? Uh, yeah, I took you to St. Vincent there on 86th Street, and uh, it was. Uh, you know, I talked to the. Uh, you know the nurse helper. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking about, Carolyn? Carolyn. Carolyn's our RN navigator. She navigator, does everything for us. Yeah, she she oh right, she walked me through so many situations. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean it was um, I couldn't remember the title. <laughs> Nurse navigator. RN navigator. RN navigator. You I'm get sorry. one through St. Vincent. It's yeah. awesome. She literally helps us with everything. No, I, I I called her into panic so many times throughout this process, and she just walked me through it as calm as could be. So I get checked into the hospital. I remember looking at myself in the bathroom mirror and I looked fully pregnant again that, that was that's the last thing I remember so what happened after that I mean re realized you had they did some scans and all the preliminary testing and just kind of well they're like you have a blockage and uh, they really couldn't offer any explanation as mm -hmm. to why or what um, they they would never say it was part of the chemo but they kind of suspected it was but um, yeah they pretty much took you into surgery fairly soon after that and uh oh so i had surgery right away it was really soon i mean oh, okay. they uh they kind of it was probably see i don't have memory of three weeks of this yeah and it was hard for me not to block out some of it <laughs> yeah I bet. but uh it was i guess it was probably a couple days into it and then they realized what they're dealing with because they i mean they brought in the surgeons they brought in you know everybody i mean mm -hmm. it was just like a constant flurry of doctors and nurses and it was yeah, honestly, it was hard to keep track of who was with who and what department was what. Well, and we were lucky you could even come in because of COVID. Yeah. So, meanwhile, I'm doing some kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
during the hospital stay, I mean, there was a lot of factors involved, but you were, you know, reciting newscasts. Well, I mean, that's crazy. There was times you'd toss to Scott, and you'd, <laughs> you'd get frustrated that he wouldn't no. respond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you'd talk to nurses the same way. I mean, it was just kind of hmm. what you did. And yeah. I texted you, Merry Christmas, don't forget a side dish. <laughs> and that was before you locked yourself out of the phone for the next forget. 20 years. I lost all my contacts, yeah. everything. Completely wiped it out. Huh. Was taking apart my IV. Yeah, you, uh... You recently told me I tried to swallow a Gas-X like it was a pill. <laughs> yeah, this is a chewable tablet. Pretty good size, <gasps> and she tried to swallow it like yeah. a pill. And but on top of that, like, there was some serious medical stuff going on. I mean, I had a pick line inserted a couple times in my arm. I mean, crazy pain like you wouldn't believe. Just wild medical stuff. Yeah, it was, it was honestly, a lot of it was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Okay, so in terms of just some of the medical stuff I went through that I don't remember, what was that? Well, I mean, the the probably the hardest one to watch was when, I can't remember the, what they called it, but they basically put this tube through your nose that went down in your stomach and pulled out fluid. Mm-hmm. And it had this, like, vacuum pump that is hooked up to the wall in every hospital I've ever seen, but I never knew what it was for. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but they hooked it up to this tank and it just constantly pumped fluid out of your stomach. And it was, really? I mean, it Disgusting, helped, it helped push me as developing my resistance to squeamishness. Right. <laughs> but huh. yeah, I mean, that was probably the hardest thing. And I mean, they had to change the line every now and then. And I, they, they suggested I leave. Oh, really? And, I took them up on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was, for you, I mean, it was, I mean, you hated it. You complained about it. Huh. I mean, it was, it looked like the most uncomfortable thing in the world. I mean, I've I, seen I, a picture of myself with it. I, I just, I can't imagine. I mean, you had this, like, huge bandage on your nose holding it in place. If you, if you moved wrong, it would jerk on it. Mm. I mean, it was, it was hard to watch. Yeah. I got the pick line. That basically is put into your arm, kind of around your elbow, right? And then they it, they push the line up to your heart it almost. It feeds into your heart. And, yeah. like, at the time, I didn't quite realize the scope of it all. And I'm like, oh, a pick line. It's just something they don't have to change every day when you get 90 million IVs. Well, because I actually didn't know there was such a thing as an IV SWAT team until that hospital stay yeah. where it's like, where they've tried so many times to get your blood and can't that they call in this special team that can use this equipment and they basically stick the needle straight down into your arm instead of at an angle. Yeah, they actually brought in this like scanning machine mm-hmm. that they rolled in over your arm and it like put this laser grid and Lit showed it where up. your veins yeah. were. It was really so it's this stuff on top of having had a surgery, yeah, yeah I mean, just, so I have a huge incision in my stomach, I mean, you still were all swollen, swollen. even after the surgery, mm-hmm. I mean again, back to the you know, my like my legs were hooked up to those things that would like inflate every so yeah, often because you had massive swelling in your mm-hmm. legs the entire time, um you know, had physical therapy people coming in, to, yeah, like, I work remember that, and, like you know, help with the swelling and. I mean, it was just a constant barrage of people from all different departments. You and, know? man, when you're in the hospital, even overnight, they're waking you up all the time. Yeah, there's no such thing as sleep. And, and that kind of added to your you craziness. Know, your, your craziness, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just sleep deprivation. You never got a good night's sleep mm-hmm. as much as you wanted to. I still barely do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a whole five year old thing. I mean, yeah, whatever. that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, 
I mean, just, you know, scans all the time. Yeah, I mean, I do remember that. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. Oh my gosh, now that you mention it, I remember this one specific time just being like deep in the hallways of St. Vincent waiting to get a scan, laying on the bed by myself, freezing. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that now. Yeah, I mean, there were times, you know, I mean, every night they kicked me out at 6 p.m., at, mm-hmm. at, you know, the latest. I mean, and they were ushering people out. Um, but it, you know, I mean, there are times where, you know, I couldn't go to a scan and they'd be like, well, you need to stay here and she'll be back soon, you know, and I worried about her. I remember, um, at that time there was a big group chat between Angela, you know, Jim, Britt, Fancha, I mean, (laughs) everyone. Yeah. yeah. And that really helped a lot once I came to. I don't think I responded once, but it was just nice. But to just having pe- at that time, people were mowing our grass. Yeah, I mean it was keeping just, our house intact, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, I disappeared from work for two months, and like mm-hmm. it was it. We're it fortunate in that way that that could happen because yeah. a lot of people don't get to do that. Yep. I I, I can't thank my boss Terrence enough. <laughs> oh, I know he's the best. <laughs> I didn't even realize until a month ago when we were in Dr. Birhuri's office when I was getting chemo, and he told me that I didn't recognize him. Yeah, there was a Mm -hmm. a big period where, I mean, it was, she didn't recognize anyone. I mean, I spent time with her. So what do they attribute that to? Well, I mean, I think it was just so many factors between, like, malnutrition and they're trying to manage your pain with, Mm -hmm. you know, a a slew of painkillers. It is crazy what I was on. Something different every day, you know. Oh, my gosh, I mean, they played with dosages. They played with – but ultimately, they attribute it to uh, malnutrition accompanied with the, you know, Mm -hmm. pain management. Well, I lost 40 pounds. Yeah, I mean, almost immediately. I I was amazed. It's like almost felt like the next day – you, you look, look like, like a cancer patient. Exactly. You yeah. look like a cancer patient. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just the transition was so fast. Oh, I know. Huh. So we were there 24 days, I guess. Yeah, because I was... The, I. It was just crazy because it was like, one day I'm in the hospital bed and I just... It's like I just woke up and I'm just like, hello, were you there then? I was there. Yeah, I feel like you were there. Yeah. yeah no, and then all of a sudden I was with it. Yeah. It's like, I mean... After, and then I was there probably another week. Yeah, I mean, just after weeks, I mean, it was like, you know, we were with you. I mean, I'd trade out with your mom. I mean, she'd yeah. come and stay with you. And, you know, I mean, thankful to the grandparents, you know, taking care of Lachlan. And, oh, I know. Uh, I um, was going through bills a couple months ago, and there were a couple for a neurologist. And I was like, what are these? And Chris said, oh, you <laughs> saw one twice. Yeah. Like, you were so out of it. I mean, yeah, I mean, they were concerned on many levels. I mean, she had some scans, you know, and just they were trying to figure out the problem. I'm mean, completely out of it. And, uh, you know, I mean, didn't recognize anyone. Yeah. And then you came, too, just out of the blue. Yeah. So what's it just been like for you overall? Uh, It's, oh, man. I mean, not in, like, a super deep way, I guess, but, you know. As a caregiver, because I feel like caregivers don't get much attention. When someone gets diagnosed with cancer, it really affects the whole family. It does, and I mean... I mean, you couldn't work, either. Yeah, I, I basically disappeared from work for two months. Which Terrence, you know, has yeah. been awesome. So Chris, we met in racing, um, but he doesn't do that full-time anymore. Now he's a project manager, which I'm always like, what's a project <laughs> manager? Um, I move paperwork around. <laughs> but they do, like, big buildings, like, you know, at IU, and I went to Purdue, but 
Yeah. Well, you know. But whatever. <laughs> I use pay- jobs for paying your health insurance, <laughs> yeah. so whatever. Thankfully. Um, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, but I guess just overall is that. it's. I guess I would say it's just still shocking that we went through it. No, it is. I mean, and, and the fact that the light's at the end of the tunnel and getting brighter. Oh, I, I mean, know. I just... I look back on it and I'm like, I can't believe we went through some of the things we did. <laughs> I know. Um, I've seen things that I will probably take to my grave. And to think you like couldn't even get shots really before without. Oh, panicking. I know. I was, yeah, incredibly squeamish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it just kind of you rise to the occasion. You put that kind of stuff aside and you do what you have to. Yeah. My best friend, Kate, she came over this morning and we were on a walk. I actually went on my longest walk yet. It was probably like 2.5 miles. But anyway, she just said, you know, Chris has been amazing through the whole thing, you know. It's just something you never expect you have to go through, and but you've really risen to the occasion. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> Truly, I mean. It's not an option, you know. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. We committed to each other through whatever it is, yeah. you know. Hopefully and, I don't have to return the favor, but I will. Well. <laughs> I know, I feel in good hands. Are there any department. other ridiculous stories you want to share that I did or said that are appropriate? <laughs> I don't want to. Um, I mean, there's some things that are clearly inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, I mean, there was a lot of, I mean, just, you were there, but not, you weren't, you know. It was mm-hmm. like, there's my wife, but there she isn't, you know. Right. I, mean, just, I, I missed you tremendously. Mm. But. Yeah. I need... Well, that has to be hard as someone who's the person not being recognized. Yeah. I mean, but, it, you know, I mean, you were the same to your mom and basically anybody that saw you. Right, but yeah. It just kind of, what it was at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew you'd come back. And you did. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was a good day. I was like, oh my God, my it, wife's back. It's nice to be able to talk about it now and it not be just so upsetting. Yeah. I mean, it's taken a long time to really be able to you know look back at some of this stuff no, but no we've definitely gone through some periods of just processing it all you know oh I mean, my gosh i know part of what you have to take in um one thing i wanted to mention before we go this was a little longer than normal episode but that's okay um i just finished recording off track with hinch and rossi their podcast you listened in yeah it was, it was good it was really good i know they were good it's, yeah. it was weird to be on the other side and them interviewing me uh-huh. but they did an awesome job yeah. So, this comes out on a Wednesday, theirs comes out on a Thursday, so it's called Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, so you'll have to check that out. I've listened to some of their episodes, they're funny. Alright, so what comes after this? So I remembered nothing, and then I came to, and then it was a terrible summer. It was a terrible summer, (laughs) I mean, we were in and out of the emergency room so many times. All the time. Uh, thankfully the IPD and state troopers didn't see some of the stuff we had to do. <laughs> well, we had to get there quickly. <laughs> um, thank you for all the messages you're sending me, by the way. I love to get them and send me any questions you would have for the podcast. So coming up will be episode five. We'll talk to you then. 